Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. You've seen a company, a successful company, and thought to yourself, hmm, I wonder what these people started with. What was their first product? What did they try with? Did they just hit it at the first try? No? You haven't? Well, I guess it's just me then. I think about these things all the time when I see CEOs. Maybe that's why I started um, doing this founders podcast i want to know the origin story tell me what's up tell me what made you think about going into this field tell me the first product you ever put out was it a success what made you change you know stuff like that and that made me talk about the surprising origins of some major brands i mean picture this samsung the tech giant that we all know and and love today it not starts with smartphones. Do you know that? <laughs> this is funny, right? Anyway, you're welcome to Africa Tech Radio. You're listening to Tech Talk, and my name is Lillian. Now, you can call me your brown sugar, right? We're telling you today about the surprising origins of the major brands that you know. Starting with Samsung, they didn't start with smartphones, they didn't start with smartwatches, gadgets, and tablets, and all that. No. They started with <laughs> dried fish and fruit. Mm-hmm. Back in 1938, Lee Byung-chul kicked off Samsung as a small trading company in South Korea. What about Nokia? <laughs> the mobile phone powerhouse? Yes, they had a humble beginning in 1865. They made toilet paper. No, not smart toilet paper. There's no such thing. Toilet paper in a Finnish pulp mill. Yes, you heard that right. They shifted gears to become a telecom giant, dominating the mobile market for years. And I think that they're going to have a huge comeback. Maybe it will take some time, but it's going to happen. Sony, the entertainment and electronics giant, once tried its hand at electric rice cookers. And Sony Pictures presents. Sony... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, are cooking. they are producing electric rice cookers. In 1946, Masaru Ibuka and Aiko Morita founded Sony as Tokyo Telecommunications Engineering Corporation. And the rice cooker marked the entry into the world of innovation. And now we can see where they are. And I can just say I am impressed. Now Colgate, you know Colgate, right? Toothpaste and oil care. They weren't always about toothpaste, you know? Just founded in 1806 as a soap and candle business. Their first product was candles. Talk about a glow up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Toyota, the car manufacturer, started with looms. Mm-hmm. Sakichi Toyoda founded Toyota in 1937. And before automobiles, they revolutionized the textile industry with automatic power looms. Do you know what a loom is? A loom is a device that is used to weave clothes and tapestry, right? If you're in Nigeria, you know how they make ashoki. That is a loom. That is what they were doing before. IKEA, which is a furniture giant, began with hands. Hands. Yeah. Ingvar Kampard founded IKEA in 1943, addressing the local need for affordable pens. Who knew those flat back foot? Who knew those flat pack furniture days were still ahead? Meanwhile, Nintendo, of course you know Nintendo now, the gaming legend, started with playing cards. 
<laughs> Fusajiro Yamuchi founded Nintendo in 1889 in Japan, making handmade playing cards called Hanafuda. Now, fast forward, now we have Mario and the Nintendo Switch. What about Tiffany and Co? I mean, can you get me some Tiffany's? <laughs> the luxury jewel brown? Well, they started with stationery. Stationery. Charles Nevis Tiffany and Joe B. Young co-founded it in 1837 in NYC. Initially focusing on stationery before making dazzling mark in the jewelry world. What about Lamborghini? The Lambo, the symbol of speed and luxury, began with tractors. Mm. They weren't always about luxury. They started with high-performance tractors in 1963. They proved that um, sometimes you have to plow before you race. <laughs> Hasbro, the toy giant, wasn't always about play. In 1923, it was a textile company founded by the Hassenfeld brothers, making school supplies, and now they are the creators of Monopoly and Transformers. What about DuPont, a global science and technology company? It started with gunpowder. Gunpowder! <laughs> now, they've come a long way. They're contributing to diverse fields like agriculture and biotechnology. LG! What about LG? Originally, by the way, what is the full meaning of LG? Oh, wait. Psych, I can't wait. <laughs> LG Lucky Gold Star started with face cream in 1947. LG started with face cream. If they started, if they brought out their face products now, would you buy? I don't think I would. I don't know. But now it is a multinational conglomerate stretching its influence across electronics, chemicals, and telecommunications. What about Avon? The beauty brand famous for its Avon lady began with books, books. It was founded in 1886 and David H. Connell initially gave out perfumes with book purchases and today they dumped their books and now they're a global beauty giant empowering woman. Have I told you about Amazon? Well, 1994 was the year Amazon began as an online bookstore and the founder, Jeff Bezos, initially called it Kadabra. You know, like Abacadabra. But a few months later, he changed it to Amazon.com Inc. Apparently, the initial name Kadabra was prone to being misheard and often sounding like cadaver. Now, Bezos, which a penchant for a name that begins with A to be at the top of list, settled on Amazon. He found the name exotic and different, and he envisioned his online store to be the biggest, just like Amazon River was the biggest river in the world. And that is how a bookstore transformed into the e-commerce giant that we all know today. Have you heard about Lego's origin? Well, the beloved plastic brick brand has a surprising origin story. Yeah, has a very surprising origin story. It was founded in the 1930s by a carpenter named Ole Kirk Christensen in Denmark. Now, Lego did not start with plastic at all, but wooden toys. But during the recession in the 1930s, when wood was scarce, Christensen turned wood scraps into children's toys. It wasn't until 1947 that Lego started experimenting with plastic toys. It was initially met with disinterest, and these plastic bricks eventually became the focus of the company, creating a legacy that generations have enjoyed. Have I told you about Apple? Well, the story of Apple began in 1975 when Steve Wozniak assembled the microcomputer Apple One for a homebrew computer club meeting in Silicon Valley. And that marked the first time anyone had seen characters typed on a keyboard appear on their computer screen. 
Steve Jobs, another club member, played a crucial role in selling 50 orders of the machine for $500 each to a local computer store. And the success of these sales paved way for the Apple II and the rest, as they say, is history. What about Google? Well, Google's journey traces back to 1996 when Larry Page and Sir Joy Breen, PhD students from Stanford University, initiated the research project BackRub. And an unofficial third founder, Scott Hassan, played a role in coding the original Google search engine. The first version of Google released in August 1996 used nearly half of Stanford's network bandwidth. Well, it had its humble beginnings, but Google evolved into a giant search engine that we rely on today. I mean, Google has done something fantastic. They will create a problem and give you a solution. They will solve a problem by creating a problem and then providing a solution to the problem they created. What do I mean? Some people have storage-based issues, right? We have the opportunity or the option to increase our memory cards. But Google said, but Google said, why don't you come and store it in our cloud? I'm going to provide you free space to store your information in our cloud. And they provided a solution to the problem that we had, which was also a problem because then I said, you know what? Now that I've relied on my Google's cloud services, I'm going to start collecting a fee. <laughs> That's how business is anyway. You make me depend on you and then you start charging me for the whole thing. Now, PayPal, the roots go back to December 1998 when it was established as Confinity, a company developing security software. It was founded by Max Lefkin, Peter Thiel, Luke Nozek, Ken Howry, Yupon, and Russell Simmons. Confinity's focus shifted to the money transfer service that became PayPal in 2001. Although I'm upset at PayPal because we don't have access to it, but that is their story regardless. How about Twitter? Now, Twitter's story began in 2006 when Odeo, a podcasting company, faced the need for reinvention. Like I said, podcasters like us, we can bring out the next Twitter tomorrow. Who knows? Well, Jack Dorsey pitched the idea of creating an SMS-based communication platform for small groups. Initially called Status and later Twitter, like T-W-T-T-R. The project became Twitter and launched publicity support in 2006. Their first message was just setting up my Twitter. It marked the beginning from a simple internal service to a global social media giant. Twitter's evolution is a testament of its founder's vision. And have I told you about Facebook, which is our last one, really? Facebook started as Facebook. Of course, you must have heard this if you've seen uh, the movie Social Network. It started as Facebook in 2003. It was created by Mark Zuckerberg, initially a hot or not game for Harvard students. Is this chick hot or not? Right? But it then evolved into the Facebook in 2004. Zuckerberg, along with Eduardo Severin, Andrew McCollum, Dustin Moskowitz and Chris Hughes expanded its reach beyond Harvard. Now, the name change to Facebook in 2005 marked the beginning of a social media revolution that would be define how we connect and share our lives online. And that's not about that. I might bring you some more later, but for now, hold on to this one and let this motivate you. Because the fact that your first product is Zobo does not mean that you cannot have a 
let's say mobile manufacturing company tomorrow who knows who knows nothing is certain in life just keep pushing and be open to new ideas my name is lillian and you're listening to africa tech radio it is tech talk thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com